0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Random Chatter Reviews. This is Sunday, November 14th, 2021. I am joined tonight by Tim and Eric. Tim, how are
1: you? I am doing well. Thrilled to be here. Happy to be alive. Life is good. Hey, you know, it's the holiday season. What's not to like, right? This is true. Snow is soon to be here soon we we've hit some uh in the sky here nothing has stuck yet but uh just barely north of us we we've got some on the ground so oh yeah it's coming very good winter is coming
2: Christmas show, sorry. Christmas uh, and... <laughs> time
1: is here time <laughs> oh, for God. joy that don't don't sorry. get us
2: kicked off youtube eric, eric. <laughs> hi yeah no i'm i'm doing great i'm also uh happy that tim is alive um <laughs>
0: Thank you. And, uh, it's good to hear.
2: <laughs> just trying to be agreeable, uh, and there will not be snow here anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I got a bit to wait too. But yeah, you know, you're going to get a Tim will be there before we will. It's true. it's
2: true. All right. Well,
0: so we got some good stuff that was released yeah, this past it's been a week. Big week. Um, a lot of new, a lot of new releases. Um, so let's just jump in with our joint picks here. Um, what do you guys want to start with for, for the new stuff? What, what was your? We'll throw it to Eric first. Eric, what was your favorite of the new releases that we oh, saw wow. this week?
2: Um, I saw a lot of new stuff this week. I'm going to say this is, I don't know that this is my favorite. I'm going to say the one that surprised me the most was Shang-Chi. Okay. So this, really? how, yep, how this so? just came out on Disney Plus how, how that you? on Friday. Yep. Uh, of course, it's been in theaters for a while and, and you could pay to get it on Disney Plus, but now it's free to everybody. And uh, honestly. No, you
1: could not pay to get it on Disney no, Plus. No, I didn't think it was an option to pay for this one, right? It was Oh, crushed. that's right. Yeah. That's right. My bad it was theater only theater yep. only
2: and i wasn't gonna you know with COVID, i wasn't gonna go to the theaters for this um and i think if we could have paid for it early again and i'm single so it's 30 bucks per ticket instead of like it's not like i've got a family of five to you know justify a 30 dollar purchase for it i was gonna wait um just wasn't that interested okay. it didn't know anything about the character the trailers looked good but you know, I grew up with Captain America. I grew up with um, the X-Men. I grew up, well, not really so much with Iron Man, but yeah, the Avengers in general, you know. So for me, yeah, I'm definitely going to see those. Uh The Eternals, Shang-Chi. Um, just, I, I don't have any connection with them. And I watched this movie. Understandable. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people kind of felt that way. This movie was mm-hmm. really freaking good. Um I dare say Yeah. Mm-hmm. it is it is not my favorite Marvel movie. Uh but it's up closer to the top. Like it it's uh, uh I I'd have okay. to sit down and figure I mean, it out, but it's in the top 10%.
0: Of, really? Okay, I mean there's been a lot of talk online about this being you know the best Marvel movie so far and eh, I kind of Yeah, and I'm going to say about you, Eric, because I didn't grow up with it, and these are characters that I've got to be sold on. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of experience with them, so to me, I've got faith in Marvel because of what they've given us already, so I have faith they're going to give us some good stuff going forward, and I'm I'm on board, but would I have paid the extra money for seeing it at home early? I I don't know. 30 bucks is a bit much. I don't know if I would have done that um, without knowing, but like you, I I thought it was a great movie. I don't think it was in my top 10%, but, you know— it was definitely a, a worthwhile movie.
2: I, I say so there's a difference between a favorite movie and a movie that you would critically respect. Like there are movies that I think are just perfection as far as the work workmanship, the uh-huh. the, the craftsmanship of, of uh-huh. the film. Not my favorite movie. And then there are some of my favorite movies that aren't great movies. They're just their favorites for me because they're just fun. Um, I think that this is one of the best made Marvel films. Um, and while it's not my favorite, it still also is, again, much closer to the top than it is the bottom. I think that this is a very underrated Marvel film. I think the writing yeah. is is great. There's so much more story behind the characters than I expected. And I think that the world building was really good. I think the relevance to the Marvel universe, which is something that everybody was very dismissive of, I think is, I mean, it's light, but it's more than I think people realized. Uh, And in part, I think people didn't realize how many times the 10 rings have appeared in other MCU films and shows and such. Uh, I just, I think this was a hit. This was really good. And I was shocked. I was not expecting it. Big surprise for me.
0: So, Tim, as our host of the you know, top-rated
1: Marvel MCU show on the network, mm-hmm. what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I was really impressed with it. Um, overall, I loved the story. Yeah. The the, the storytelling itself was absolutely fantastic. Um, I loved the... I loved how they brought the the uh, the Asian, the, the, the Chinese elements into it, that it wasn't we didn't get the cliche stuff we got. Like, it felt like it had a lot of authenticity mm-hmm. to it. Um, it. It was done exceptionally well with that. Um, I like how they kind of told the story of uh, of the rings, you know, from the past coming up to the present. Uh, mm-hmm. That said, that early part of the movie w- was a little slow, but it found its legs pretty soon and it moved along. Um, it, it all worked within the MCU. And then the, the mid-credit scene was fantastic. Um, not going to spoil it for anybody. But what mm-hmm. they did was they pulled together um, a mid-credit scene that we haven't seen before. Usually you get your mid-credit scene, which is uh, very MCU like hey here's here's stuff that's going on and then the end credit scene is is much more lighthearted this did both and it was all they, all they had there was no end credit scene it was a mid credit scene that did both things and it was fantastic like there was there was an, an end, end credit, credit scene. scene Did you not watch all the way to the end Tim?
2: I there was an end credit scene there wasn't a credit scene. Yeah. Oh
1: yes. I'm Oh gosh. You're right. Yes, there was. Okay. I'm sorry. I did <laughs> okay, see the good, end credit good. scene. We were a little worried that, that like, Queen yeah, no, you know. no, no, right. Yeah. It was no, yeah, no, yeah. Right over my head. Um, it was because the mid credit scene stood out to me so yeah. much, um, because it did have that balance of moving a story forward and having the, 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 really big comedic element to it. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm sorry. There is an end credit scene. Um, yeah. Great movie. I, I liked it. I love mm-hmm. the, the acting in it was great. Um, I love Aquafina. She is just so damn funny and she nailed it in this movie.
0: I was a little worried about her in this role because yeah. I didn't know how her comedy was going to fit into an MCU yeah. movie, mm-hmm.
2: but I thought it I don't really like well. it when she's it, over it, the top. Um, but right. she can do like mid range comedy really well. And she can actually also do drama. There's a movie coming out with uh, a Ali, um, Yes. she's in in from the trailer like i mean okay. she can do just straight drama too but when she gets like sure, goofy over sure. the top with her comedy i i i don't click with it
0: yeah yeah and that's what i was worried about Same. this but i thought she played this really the casting well. was phenomenal
2: um, i mean simu mm-hmm. nailed it it's the main character yep, yep. it was just incredible michelle yo and uh, oh, mm-hmm. they they did such a good job with the casting
1: Michelle Yeoh is just I, she's a fantastic actress. I, just I love watch her. Yeah.
2: Do Tai Chi she's for good. hours. Like there's just something. Oh, yeah. About. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I don't know.
1: I, I mean, mm. you know, it, and again, her paired with Aquafina when they did uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I still have to watch that. Was just. Oh I'm my go gosh! Watch that now it's incredible like, movie, bumped it up amazing on my list. movie. Yeah, I haven't seen there Yeah. And and then Michelle Yeoh in in this movie, I love that you know when she's like doing the the instructing on on how to fight and 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 her and and uh, Shang-Chi are are sparring and they get into these moments and you know they they you know you have move counter move whatever and she just mm-hmm. gets this slight little smirk on her face and it is just it like it's 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 a fantastic yeah. thing, be- and because they they hit her face just right at the right angle, she gets this little smirk, like, "Okay, you, you did all right, but I got you, and I'm going to beat your ass."
2: <laughs> like yeah. it's just yeah. so yeah. good, and you yeah. know she so will good. too, because she's Michelle Yeoh. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. It. So before we
0: get off mm-hmm. this movie, um, I, I one thing I wasn't that thrilled with was the actual end battle. Mm. Okay, I, I I didn't care for the. I don't know the
2: supernatural side of it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's where
1: it for it. Yeah. It just felt a little it's bit actual Marvel lore. Me. Like it, it thing,
2: fits. It's legitimate. Is it
1: okay? Yeah. I was down with it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, um, it was a little unexpected for me, but I liked where they yeah. went with it. And nothing. I was a little bit
0: kind of thought the writing was poor in the fact of here. You got the, the, you know, the father and, and I'm not giving anything away here, but the father who is, Who is doing things based on his feelings and nothing more and you're like dude you know you're being misled you know it's like we've seen this before time after time in many other properties it's like it seemed like a very played out he's never seen those movies dude he's been around for a long time this old guy
2: like (laughs) that happens in real life all the time I was just having a conversation with someone the other day where I'm like they, they came to me with some some relationship problems are going through and I'm like okay let me tell you a story about me and my experience that i i told them a story and i said now what would you do in this experience and they said oh psh, i i get the hell out i do this this and that i said okay so i just lied and none of that was my story and i just recounted your own story back to you and they're like oh <laughs> That's and they're yeah but it's different i'm no i'm like no no it's literally not different i changed the <laughs> names of the locations yeah, yeah so people do this do. all the time lou they i mean yeah. they make emotional decisions and then they the get problem. into a, yeah. like a, yeah. a feedback loop where they have to double down
1: yeah it's it's different when you're on the outside looking in mm-hmm. um and yeah yeah no you're I mean, you're, you're right, you those, right. Those, it's done those constantly. things do happen
2: you know it's an old yeah. trope but it's yep. still like it happens yeah. in everyday but life that's too.
1: the only thing i could I could fall form yeah.
0: but otherwise, I thought I, I really enjoyed everything. The world building, and this again is the first—you know—we're on the first floor of this next skyscraper that Marvel's building, yeah. and we're just moving our way up. So, yeah, I'm all in now. This is this is good so stuff. So, I actually forward.
2: want this character back. I want these characters back now. And I kind of thought, okay, well, this is going to be another one of those like throwaway side dish things that you know we'll get a little bit, but it's oh, not going to be no. like the big oh, the Thanos, and blah blah blah. And no, like I want this to be like an, an A-list. Part of the franchise yeah. now. I'm, no, I'm all I think, in. And, and by the yeah,
0: way, I think, and I think he's all yeah, in too. Yeah.
2: Marvel assembled. Uh, oh, we could tie this into Star Wars too because um, Simu and I forget his last name played on uh, Kim's Convenience, and the mm, father mm-hmm. on Kim's Convenience plays in the Mandalorian. Yeah. As one of the New oh. Republic Rangers.
1: Yep. Okay. Wing yep. pilots. One of the yeah. uh, the X wing pilots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just
2: yeah. Anyhow. Oh, cool. Um, I think that this was the best Marvel assembled episode.
1: I I have yet to watch it. I think it's the best one I have yet to watch it, but
2: okay, cool. I think the, the, excuse me, the behind the scenes footage was informative. It showed you how they did things that you might not have known how they did. It got into the personality of the actors. And again, the cast amazing. And like really what they were feeling and what they were going through, what it was like for them to like as people to be there working on, uh, you know, a Marvel movie. I think that hands down, this is the best Marvel assembled episode.
0: Cool.
1: Okay, cool. That's that's cool. encouraging. I, and I've love been really that, yeah. thoroughly enjoying them so far. I love behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff. Me too. Um, and they've all been great. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Okay. Um, so so the other kind of new
0: release for this weekend was the much-anticipated Ryan Reynolds movie coming out, which is
1: Red Notice. This is mm-hmm. a Netflix property. Um, their biggest have... opener ever. Was it? Oh, really? I didn't yes. hear that. Nice. Yeah. Netflix's largest opener ever. Okay. So, so I guess it's going to be a Reynolds, sequel. Um,
2: I guess it's already <laughs> filming. Dwayne
0: Johnson and uh, Gal Gadot um, in the three title roles this movie. And... You know, I, I so I went into this as you know, typical Ryan Reynolds movie, just looking for fun, not looking for mm-hmm. intricate story, not looking for twists, not looking you know, I, I just wanted to have fun, and I think I had that. But then at the end, I'm like, oh, okay, there was there was a lot more to this than than meets the eye. So it was it was pretty good. I mean, I yeah. you know, I wasn't looking for things to figure out, so I wasn't trying to, but I I enjoyed the uh, the end yeah. of this movie it was and, good it was um, a lot of fun i did
2: not predict the yep. end i did pick up on some things along the way that kind of made me suspicious and and i was starting to move in the right okay. direction but i did not get it in time okay <clears throat> which i'm yeah. glad i don't like but, um, predicting the ends and this one i did not predict it
0: yeah right right if you, you feel cheated when you I, it's like, yeah i, I could have written something. this yeah, yeah.
2: i'm yeah. in the wrong career yeah Now this was good <laughs> um i not I, I think like maybe the two of you liked it a little bit more than me, but I still really thoroughly liked it. So, and we're going to cover it on movie chatter yeah. soon too. Yeah. Probably in a couple weeks. Uh, I right? Think so. Yeah. What are we doing this coming week? We're doing the movie, right, which picked? was, Oh, Ar- army, army of, thieves. Army yeah, of yeah. thieves. And then we're doing red notice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This was good. I can't wait for Tuesday. Yeah. You, did anyway, you not? Um, Oh, well,
2: We'll Uh-oh. save the gold. <laughs> you don't have that in the show notes here, Lou. No, Well, I we're talking about it well, I mean, Yeah, you can. Okay. Nope. I'm, I'm down with that tease. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm good. Wow. This is going to be a <laughs> fun episode. <clears throat> okay.
0: Yeah, sure. uh, let's see here. Um, Under the helmet. This yep. was the um, behind the scenes thing of uh, Boba yep. Fett.
2: Talked about that a little bit on uh, Force Shadow.
0: On Friday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That Was definitely worth watching too as well. Um, we have no time to die up here because Tim just saw it. Yes, it's now become available to rent. Um, so if you didn't want to go to the theater, I I went to the theater, I've been to the theater once, actually twice in this whole pandemic thing once to see a a Rush concert movie and once to see this. I'm gonna have to go into earmuff Um,
2: mode here for this one because I did not see. I can just take my headphones out.
0: We're not, we're not spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. spoilers. Now I
2: can't hear you guys at all. This is like, this is miraculous. This is.
0: If only I'm his mic worked like that. We could just turn his mic
1: off, so we couldn't hear him. <laughs> that would be outstanding. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> that that would make these shows so much better. You know,
2: right? I get so much feedback saying that, and I'm like, sorry, technical issues. We can't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, People it have to offered to upgrade show, yeah. our equipment so that they can just like have me permanently muted.
1: <laughs> and then then we get a fan uh, to subtitle Eric's stuff, like in our discussion.
2: So, oh, like, bad you lip know, reading While stuff, yeah. he's just
1: like doing this. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, someone will just subtitle the stuff or, or, or even do voiceover for him. Lou, do which you would remember? Be great. Do you
2: remember when I took audio and I chopped it up to to say that someone um, likes dancing around in pink tutus? Do you remember when I, I, I can't remember which host it was? I, okay. I don't remember that. So just remember, I can do that. So you talk about all the subtitle stuff, I can do the bad lip reading thing for reels. So watch it. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> might not get the video part down, but uh, I so, can get the audio.
0: Yeah, there you go. So, so Tim, what did you think of No Time to Die?
1: Uh, the, the, it was great. It was great. It was, um, such a fantastic capstone to the Daniel Craig run of, of Bond. Um, you know, Bond, Bond has a, a, I'll say a soft canon. Um, you know, the, the, the continuity of Bond really has never been there. I mean, there are some self-referential things and sometimes you would Mm -hmm. get a couple of movies that, you know, do connect and relate to each other. But by and large, a lot of them have just been like individual, uh, you know, standalone types of, of things with a few of the same actors and such. Right. The the Daniel Craig run is, is a full story beginning to end. And, um, this was an amazing end for it. This had some stuff in it that I did not predict, um, some great characters in it. I mean, a, a, a couple of, of new characters, um, one of which I would have, I would have absolutely have loved to have seen more of, um. It, it was good. It was good. It was a really great story. And, and it, you know, refer, with references all the way back to Casino Royale. And right. it, it, it really, what you see is the way that they really painted this um, is, is that the story of Daniel Craig's James Bond is a tragedy. And, and, and by tragedy, I mean literary tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Shakespearean tragedy, um, because everything he touches dies, and it's just like it's 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 wild. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: I, it was a good closeout to the run. Um, before I saw it in a the theater, I did make sure I watched all his other movies up to this one because um, I wanted to make sure I had all the differences in my head. You know, all the all the story points because I knew it was things I missed. You know, in watching him in the theaters and so forth, and I was glad I did because it was a good a good ending for the run to see everything yep. and uh you know good story good writing good emotions i mean it was it was a it was a roller coaster ride it really
1: was yeah if if for, and, for um, anyone who hasn't seen it yet it is now available on, on numerous platforms to rent um i think 20 bucks is the going rate well, um it's for on rental, dish it should now or
2: like uh five ish purchase should be 20 right
1: no it was no rental oh, is are we still in that period yeah i think it was
2: Oh. yeah i think it's 1799
1: or something of that was it 1999 maybe it was yeah, yeah it was up there yeah on dish it's 20 on apple tv plus it's 20 wow um, for rental i i not look in yet any other places but it, yeah. it's 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 worth it um okay. if, if you're a bond fan and like me you didn't want to go to a theater watch this it is mm-hmm. freaking fantastic and uh yeah absolutely worth it
2: hmm.
1: yep definitely okay um, let's see. Eric, you got a couple of the new things in your yeah. uh, list
0: here for um, yeah. coming up A couple here. of things
2: just came out recently. Um, <clears throat> one had been out, I guess, I get the impression for a week or two, maybe a week now, and I missed it. Um, and that is the reboot of the 4400. I don't know if either of you watched it. I saw this in your notes, and I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. It's a total Well, we reboot? talked about it before on Random Chatter, uh, I think last year maybe. Yeah, but it, right mm-hmm. that it was coming, but I didn't. No one actually. Came yeah, to fruition. yeah. There yeah. were like little teaser commercials and stuff. Maybe two or three months ago, it's out. They've got uh, three <laughs> episodes out. So I binge watched them this afternoon, and uh it's it's good. Hmm.
1: So I've never heard of the forty four hundred. I just went to IMDb oh. and read the one sentence description of this. Can 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 you, for the sake of folks who aren't familiar with it, Eric, can you kind of give a little? Uh... Overview. so um
2: since you've got it up can you tell me when it came out
1: uh 2004 to 2007 it ran
2: so there were four seasons the no, first season was only like six episodes and it was the first thing I've ever seen Mahershala Ali in I think it might have been his first big role uh
1: but and they're all up on Netflix by the way
2: yes is it Netflix yeah it's Netflix yes. um people uh 4,400 people just showed up on a beach. And uh, it turns out that these were all people who had gone missing anywhere from last year to like, I think one of the earliest ones was maybe 1920s. And Mm, they have no idea where they were. Um, They literally just one moment they were in their lives and the next moment, poof, they're on a beach. Um, so the government doesn't know what to do with them. Um, you know, they're interviewing them, trying to figure out what's going on. And they're like, we don't know what's going on. What do you mean? It's like 2004 or whatever year it was. And, uh, yeah. what happens is they slowly realize that they have, um, different, what we would refer to as superpowers. Um, but they didn't, it's really not like a comic book superhero sort of, of show. It's very much more science fictiony. And uh, like one person might be able to. Like one and it was almost like kind of like a, I don't want to say monster of the week because it wasn't really monsters and stuff, but you're following two FBI agents as they're kind of f- keeping an eye on the different returnees, but then also investigating different things that pop up. And some people just had innocuous things like there was one woman who could detect pheromones. And so started up a dating huh. agency and <laughs> That's you know had great success with it um but then there Ooh. were other people who had you know various different types of whether it was like a healing factor or whether it was you know um telepathy or etc um but things kind of you know after maybe halfway through the second season things really started to ramp up with an overall story arc and um uh, it's one of my favorite sci-fi franchises of the last um I mean, since the turn of the century, Uh, it's really good. And Mm. I started to rewatch again a while back. I've seen the series probably three or four times. And I don't do that very often. Um, You know, Lost, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactica, 4,400 Falling Skies, um, and probably Jeremiah, a post-apocalyptic show from the creator of uh, Babylon 5. And I think that's it. And each of those, not only have I rewatched, I've rewatched many times. So this reboot, it's good. I'm looking forward to continuing to watch it. I, I don't like, right now it kind of feels like the Stanford experiment. Um, there's a lot more focus on uh, this time around. It's the um, Department of Homeland Security kind of keeping them detained until they can figure out what's going on. And it looks like in the next episode, episode four, maybe that's going to kind of break loose a little bit. But they've been really, really heavy handed with social issues um, in the first episode or two. Now that it's kind of getting into the characters a little bit more, um, it's more interesting. Okay. I like science fiction being able to handle social issues. I I like fiction in general, addressing social issues. I don't like when it becomes preachy or it feels like it's just that at the expense of the story. And right. it really felt like it was starting to go in that direction a little bit. Um, okay. But I don't necessarily feel that, by the third episode, I'm not really feeling that anymore. It's okay. And, and, and they're important social uh, and, issues too. To be clear, they're important issues. Okay. It's just like it kind of steamrolled the the plot of the show. I think in the first episode. Okay,
0: and, and where can we watch this? this is, is
2: <laughs> this is on the CW. <clears throat> I snicker okay. because I, you know, the CW. But the CW is also getting Babylon Five. Like it, at some point, we have to accept that, you know, it's not just. Teen angst shows, you know they, they have other <laughs> real things too. They've had the Arrowverse and stuff for a while too, but sure, sure. So yeah. it was good. I'll also put
0: that back on my radar. So yeah, thank you for yeah. I, I
2: completely missed it. Um, but it, it's definitely one of those where you and I have talked before. We need to give it a chance to kind of ramp up, find its footing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched The Shrink Next Door cool. on Apple TV Plus with Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell.
0: Oh yeah, I've been seeing ads that. Um,
2: really. They dropped the first three episodes and then they're releasing them weekly it's uh, or i think they're i think they're releasing them weekly i'll have to double check that it's good it's um not a comedy not a comedy um and it's based on a true story and uh, the, the main story milestones that happen throughout the series are actually true. Now, they've taken liberties with some of the things along the way, but the like the really shocking, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he did that things. Those are the parts of the real story. Uh, it's it's good. Will Ferrell is not annoying. Uh, which, what? Which is a big thing for me. I, I can't I watch Will Ferrell movies. I believe
1: that's genetically impossible for him. I
2: liked him in Elf. I, mm. I know both you and Robin hate Elf. I know. I know. Not a fan. Um, but I don't like Will Ferrell movies. I don't like Ron Burgundy. I don't like Talladega Nights. I, I don't like... I mean, pick anything. and I, Stepbrothers. Just not my type of comedy. His character's... You know just don't do it for me but he's good in this paul rudd is good in this um i would recommend it but watch a trailer first if the trailer doesn't hook you you're not going to like the show if the trailer does hook you you will probably definitely like the show watch the trailer though sounds
0: fair enough
2: oh for those who don't know basically um will ferrell is kind of a um not very assertive business owner took over his father's business has a lot of anxiety kind of gets steamrolled by people a lot he gets talked into going to see a psychiatrist or psychologist by his sister played by um agatha from wandavision uh katherine mm-hmm. hahn and uh he, so he goes to see paul rudd who's very like casual laid back you know oh, let's get out of this stuffy office let's go for a walk something's not quite right there and the story is that the psychologist gets a little too close to Will Ferrell's character's life and starts to kind of take over the business and starts to push the sister out of his life and kind of takes over and so it's kind of that interesting spiral of how did it come to this sort of thing so
0: Hmm, okay
2: so far so good
0: Okay, cool. Uh let's see. Tim, you and I have both been starting to rewatch speaking of rewatches, Battlestar Galactica. Yes. The the reimagining of Battlestar
2: Galactica. The real Battlestar Galactica.
0: <laughs> right, right. The the better one
1: of the two. Um so Tim, how far in are you? Uh several episodes in on uh season one. Okay. Okay, um, good. Thoroughly enjoying it. Thoroughly I am absolutely amazed. With the storytelling, the continuity, the different perspectives that they cover, everything that, that they cover with this. This is not just a Star Wars or, 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 or even more so, you know, even like Star Trek. And, and, and Star Trek, you look at, I mean, any of the series of Star Trek, you look at like Next Generation or whatever, and they cover a lot of things. But it's kind of like you know the Planet of the day alien of the day kind of stuff. and 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 mm-hmm. and I still love the series tremendously. But like this is not it. This is like this epic saga, and they're dealing with all sorts of aspects, internal and external and 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 there's mysteries to be solved and all sorts of stuff. And it is it's fantastic. It's gripping, um great politics to it. Great character development. There, there's there's nothing bad that I have at all, at all to say about this series. Um, I am thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. Awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Cause yeah, because
0: I, you know, Eric and I both think this is one of the better sci-fi Absolutely. things out there of recent years. Yeah. It uh, really is. And for all the reasons, for all the reasons Tim just said, I mean, it has everything. It has mm-hmm politics it has you mm-hmm. know character development it has you know intrigue and mystery and and you know backstabbing it's just and it's and stakes i mean yeah. the stakes
2: yeah. are mm. you can't get any higher stakes than this show like every episode is intense even when it's not intense
1: right yeah i i mean and i do, and i love a good ribeye yes <laughs> um the, the, well, the, the one stakes thing in to... this
0: seem maybe even better one thing to watch for this, uh, or while you're watching this, I should say, the whiteboard in uh, President Rosalind's office mm-hmm. with the uh, the number of people, that that number changes based on what's happened in the show. Yes. Uh, and, and it's accurate. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was fantastic when you do that. Yeah.
2: So we do have to warn you, though. We, we need to revisit this when you get into, is it season two or season three? Season two, right? I think season 2's got Midway some real Midway through season 2. So there's a point where yeah. you know we talk about filler episodes from time to time, right? Cuz this is back when they were still doing 22 episode seasons. Um mm-hmm. there were some episodes that Ron Moore basically admitted were just filler episodes and you can mm-hmm. tell <laughs> uh they're yep. they're pretty rough. Uh okay. and, and there's a time period when they're a bit worse than usual. So um mm-hmm. But I mean, still worth sitting. Through. I
0: mean, it doesn't detract from your overall yeah, series. It's just, you're like, okay, that didn't really move the ball forward at all. But, and
2: know, and it, sure. it, it picks up again pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm going to have to and you know what? I'm gonna catch up with you guys. You guys all have to let me know specifically what episode you're on and, and when you're watching it, Tim. And um, okay. I'll just jump ahead to where you guys are. I mean, I've seen the series often enough that, you know, jumping sure. around doesn't.
1: Uh, the next episode I'm watching is uh, Litmus.
2: Ah, okay
1: is okay. one, two, three, four, five, episode six.
2: Okay. Um, did you go back and listen to the Battlestar Galactica podcast we had on the Random Chatter Network?
1: I have not. No. From
2: back in uh, what two thousand, whenever season one was airing.
1: Was, was this you two knuckleheads, no, or, or was this Lube? someone else?
2: This is before Lost Chatter, um, I think, wasn't it?
1: I think so, yeah. Wow, this, this was BL?
2: Yeah, this is uh, in the time BL, <laughs> before Lou. Now, yeah. we only did through okay. season one, and then the co-hosts um, kind of had other things going on, so we didn't continue uh, too far into it. But I think, I think it was interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. Now, like, going back and and listening to him, I don't know if it's going to be, like, the A-team. Like, oh, yeah, I used to watch that as a kid. It, it's an interesting show. And then you catch a rerun, and you're like, oh, my God gosh how did i sit through that <laughs> so i don't know how bad the podcasts are now but yeah i'll have to go back and and listen but i think um i mean we got into some some good analysis of them because there's a lot of stuff kind of you know going on in the backgrounds there so
0: there was the, yeah. the
2: show's got a lot of depth to it people don't realize
1: yeah
0: okay really well, we continue i can i can't wait to hear your reaction i as you get into like the end of season one because some good yeah. stuff happens right at the end there okay uh eric you got oh yeah i caught a top. what what's this about
2: i have a handful of of documentaries on on netflix that i've got set aside and i needed something that was background noise while i was working on something something where i really didn't need to pay too close attention to it and i'm picky about documentaries i want documentaries that um Someone involved in what it's about is talking about it. So, for example, if it's a band, I want the actual band telling me things. Um, a lot of documentaries, they can skew really, really, really hard and get really biased, and, and so, yeah. But, yeah, uh, ZZ Top, um, I'm a, a casual fan of their stuff, and I thought, oh, I'll throw this on in the background, no big deal. And then about 15 minutes into it, I'm not working on my project anymore. I'm sitting there actually watching the documentary. Um, <laughs> it's it's really good And it, it, it's interesting how they got started And kind of the pre-MTV Version versus the post-MTV Version um, mm-hmm. And uh, Longest touring band Ever, I would have thought the Rolling Stones Would have Ooh. been But no, apparently they are If I remember the statistic from the documentary Correctly In fact, they came out with an album uh, Again a couple years ago Um, And then one of them passed away. I think it was earlier this year. I I think it might have been the drummer Mm -hmm. um, whose last name, ironically, is Beard. And he has. Yeah, (laughs) he has one like I do, like, you know, short, but not 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 the the, big one. Not Yeah. Not not the one to get tangled up in the guitar strings. So, yeah, it was a good (laughs) it was a fun documentary. It's good. Cool. Cool.
0: Uh, let's see. I am still working through uh, Foundation and Invasion. I have
2: to catch up on those.
0: Uh, both still very good. Um, Foundation is, I think, the second to last episode right now I just watched. Uh, was really good. Um, I thought it came to a pretty good head right now, and it should be a good ending to, the se- to the season. Um, Invasion, we actually saw the aliens in this most recent episode.
2: <laughs> are, are they cute? Are um, they as good-looking most... as I am? You hesitated um, too long, Lou. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was trying to work in a way to um what was the um six legged winged creature in um Shang Chi? The one with no face. Was oh. that Morris? Uh Morris, yeah, I think Morris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Morris is much cuter than these things were. But anyway. Um <laughs> still does put me yeah, on that so this, anywhere, this last okay. episode <laughs> <laughs> This last episode was all about the one uh, the, the mom and the kids. Okay. Um it didn't have any other you know, they usually jump yeah. around a little bit. This was all about them. Mm. So it's kind of uh Shocked to see it like that, but um, still very good character building, very good uh, build up of stuff, but um, not much about what's really happening. So, still interested to see what's going on with that. Uh, and that's all I've got for catching up on stuff.
2: Um, I. <sighs> Again, in my need to have something on in the background uh, that I don't have attention to and and the documentaries not allowing me to do the projects I need to work on. Um, I decided to continue with uh, a series of unfortunate events. Very easy to just have on in the background. Um, Okay. Lock and key. I had watched half of the pilot and thought it was good and I'll come back to it later. And then somebody... Last week in the chat room, I don't remember whether it was Tom or Frank or Tech or Fatmatic or who it was, um, said that it was pretty good. It, it's got, I think, at least two seasons, three se- two, two or three seasons. And they said that I should check it out. So I did. And it's um, it's good. It's a little... uh it's compatible with a younger audience as far as like maybe teenage age um and yet okay. it's also dark so it's like it's not gory um there's some uh like when when there's sex on the show it's never displayed it's never graphic um i i think it like teenagers could probably handle it but it also deals with like a lot of kind of darker things like you know death and suicide and stuff like that but um but not really heavy like it's not a heavy show and the uh okay. the concept is is brilliant it's based on i think it's a dc comic book series and I don't, I don't know if it was on the vertigo imprint or where it was but it's definitely based on a comic book series uh, I know Carrie's been talking about it for a long time. Um, it's good. It's good, I'm, I'm interested in continuing that as I catch up on, like you were saying, Invasion and Foundation. Um, mm-hmm. La Brea got a second season renewal. Okay. Don't think I'm gonna go back to that until after Invasion and Foundation and many, many.
0: Yeah, but keep it over things. that as well, too. It's it's yeah. okay, but nothing.
2: People keep saying that the acting is kind of the characters are kind of mad. Yeah,
0: it's nothing, nothing special.
1: I'll tell you, after I I, I watched the first episode and and it was fine, mm-hmm. but I just simply haven't gone back to it. i it's mm-hmm. it's 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 not really made it high on the list given other things that I'm watching.
2: Right. There's so much better stuff. Right, out that's there. the yeah. thing. If I were yeah. desperate, yeah, I would I would definitely watch this. Um, I'm not that desperate yet. There are still other right. things oh and I finally started watching uh, Dickinson on Apple TV Plus I think in part because again Hawkeye's coming Uh-oh. soon um, and I was getting into yep. a discussion with somebody about what <clears throat> Haley Steinfeld's been in and uh, you know uh, barely lethal edge of 17 bumblebee etc and then somebody, said, yeah mm-hmm. wasn't there a TV show she's in or something and I thought back, yeah, it's Dickinson on Apple TV plus, which has gotten really good reviews and everybody said it's great. And I figure, and eh, it's like, you know, 25 minute episodes. Yeah, so why not bad. try it? Yeah. And it's good and she's good in it and I cool. can't wait to see Hawkeye. Cool. Well, that brings us to the end, yeah. I guess
0: then. So why don't you take
2: us out all there? right Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of Random Chatter. We wanna know what you guys have been watching, so. Um, put it in the comments below, or head over to the Discord server, go to randomchatter.com Discord, and uh, that'll get you an invite link. And uh, let us know what you've been watching, or what you think we should watch. If there's something maybe that uh, you want to hear us talk about, and we haven't given it a review yet, we may only find out if you let us know. Like, somebody could have told me about the 4400, that it's been out for a couple of weeks now, right? Come on, guys. Pick it up. But uh, yeah, we want to hear, you know, what you've been watching and what you think is is good, because in the same way that we give you recommendations, we listen to your recommendations as well. Um, if you're not watching us on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash random chatter, hit the subscribe and like button. And, uh, you know, actually, if you leave comments below, that actually helps our algorithm on YouTube. So even if you just say, hey, guys, it's me or first or last or, or whatever, um, even that actually helps. So, you know, post a comment down there. Or Eric
1: should be muted through the entire show. Try to respond
2: as you can. I'll definitely respond to the Eric should be muted during the entire show thing. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I I guess that's it. So Tuesday night, movie chatter, uh, about 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be covering Army of Thieves. And uh, apparently it's going to be a more dynamic episode than I thought it was going to be. So uh, be sure to check that out. And then the following week, we're going to do Red Notice. And uh, then we'll keep you posted on stuff going on from there. And you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hit December. Um, it's going to be the holiday movie season. I found a list today online. I don't remember the website, but I did um, mark it. And either on Random Chatter or Movie Chatter, we are going to give you a list of where you can find the streams for all of your favorite classic Christmas movies. Um, I think it-
1: like Die Hard.
2: Sadly Die Hard is no. on the list um, but also all the Christmas movies uh, I think last year Miracle on 34th Street they had taken off of like every streaming service like really nobody could find it anywhere oh yeah I remember. Yeah, that. well it's yeah. back this year but we've got that we've got uh, it's Good. a wonderful life Die Hard elf you know all of those things we're gonna tell you where you can stream each of them on which service um, most of them are free some of them are not but we're gonna cover that it just kind of as a little special, you know, hey, here's where you can find your stuff. Yeah. There you go. But that's it for this week. Until next week. Take care everybody. We'll see you again soon.